Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. I'm Jamie Carragher, and you are listening to the Copite Podcast. What is happening, everyone? Welcome back to the Cop Eye Podcast. It is Mick and Christian once again to discuss the last reaction and I guess look ahead to uh, West Ham back on field against the informed West Ham side. But before we get stuck into it all, Christian, how are you doing, lad? Good. It's Saturday, you know, weekend. So I- I'm-, I'm more interested to know how you are because you're in Ireland, Dublin. Good old Dublin. Yeah, it's good. Nice. Uh, nice weather, actually, to be fair. I packed. I packed a pair of shorts. I was like, I'm not probably not going to need them. I've, I've, I've wore them basically the whole time. Um, but yeah, it's a nice, nice place. I've been before, but it, it is a nice, everyone's really nice. And it's obviously beers and whatever and bevies and burgers and all that good stuff. So yeah, but enjoy that. Um, yeah, it's, let, let's get stuck into the, the footy things. I watched it in a, obviously in a pub over here. Um, yeah, found myself a little perfect spot for it. But it was... Obviously, a lot of changes were made for the, for the start of eleven and stuff, and obviously we saw Ben Doak and, and, and players like that. That we, we when we said in the preview, we wanted them to start, but I think we just we just didn't get going that like first half. It's it's it, it, it's worrying me a little bit that it's become a bit of a theme that we go behind first and then we start to play. Like it's it's a bit worrying, isn't it? Like that we need a little bit too long to kick into gear than we should should do. Yeah, um, you know, the starting 11, I thought, you know, it was interesting because uh, we had a mix of experience and really good quality in there with youngsters as well. And obviously new players like Endo and Gravenberch and Ben Doak as well, obviously being the young one. Um, 
I liked what I saw in terms of before the game, but then, like you said, the first you know forty-five minutes wasn't good at all, and they obviously took the lead with a great goal in the fourth minute or whatever it was, and we we found it really hard to find our way to play, and we created a couple of chances, but I thought there was a few players that didn't have a you know a, I would say in the second half, and we would come into that you know in terms of a whole game, it, they all got better, but uh, I think Simika struggled. Uh, very hard, uh, you know, uh, at left back. I, he lost the ball a lot. He didn't seem to be friend with the pitch, and it was a, you know, a, a tough pitch to play on. We could see that, but he just lost the ball, you know, easily, uh, misplaced passes and all that. So he fa- he had a hard time, in my opinion. And I think even Endo struggled a bit with the the tempo. Uh, you know, playing in the Premier League and playing in Europa League, you know, it might be two different kind of tempos as well. But I think we just need to, you know, give him a little bit even more time to just adapt and get into it. But yeah, in terms of f- the first 45 minutes, it was really bad. And I was expecting more, to be honest. But um, at least we just considered one <laughs> and we could go from there. But there was there was signs of Bendok, you know, going down on the um, right-hand side, actually creating chance as well but like we discussed in the in the preview um you know we 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 need to just have patience with his end product as well uh it will probably get there but you know it was good signs from some of the players but the first 45 was not good yeah i think it's it's all well and good like having a team where you're excited about it but most of them players would have been their first game as an 11 together um uh, at least in, in in part anyway but like, like I said, Ben Doak and players were trying to do stuff and grabbing virtue was good, but then it was players that I guess have come in from not playing often or coming off the bench and didn't perform in in the best possible way, which kind of reflected the first half, which was very frustrating to say at least. Their goal was their goal was great, but again, that was like a telegraph ball and no one really got out quick enough to block that shot. If someone would have run out and, and tried to get a foot on that. Then I mean I think Graven Birch was the closest, but there should have been at least been two people running out to try and get a foot on that to block it. But um, yeah. when you I mean I guess when you look at the bench that we had, it was staff stood with Salad and loads of other quality players that ideally we wouldn't have liked to have brought on. I wanted to win the game really before we needed them players, but we needed them to come on and I guess give us a give us a refresh and that kind of what kind of what happened at the start of the at the second half, didn't it? Yeah, and I think you know with Bicetic playing right back, like the Trent role and coming into midfield, I think he 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 did he did all right. But obviously being you know injured, coming back, getting into his form and tempo and all that, and adapting to the games and playing that role, it's not easy. But I think he did all right for you know being the first game, a proper game for him. Um, even though you know playing that kind of role that Trent does world class on a world class level, it's not you know easy for anyone. Uh, but you know from the second half, uh, the start of the second half, I think we we came out with a different kind of attitude and controlled the game and all that kind of stuff. So it didn't take long until we actually could get a goal back from a penalty. Obviously, um, I think it was a little bit soft to be honest, the penalty. But I wouldn't complain. I, you know, I'll take whatever we can get to get back into a game. That's the way it works. Um, so, you know, when when we got the penalty and I saw that Darwin uh, stepped up, I was I was happy and just like let him score. Used to continue his form, continue his goal scoring, you know, and all that kind of stuff. So to get one one back, you know, at that time, I thought, you know, now we've got time to actually turn this around and go and win this because it would be a great start to have the three points at the you know first uh, game in the Europa League away as well. 
Yeah, I think just on Bacchetta, because I completely forgot about that, that he was playing uh, that role. I think Trent makes it, because he came through as a midfielder and he's been put into right-back, that position perfectly suits him because he knows what a right-back needs to do, he knows what a midfielder needs to do. And, he, of course, he's a world-class player, so you put anyone in there. I think, in theory, because I've thought about it before, like putting Bacchetta in there, it's like, well, he's good enough and he, he can come in as a midfielder, but it's those certain positions you need to take up and have the knowledge to do it. And it was, his, I guess it was his first go, but it was a decent, decent enough show. I mean, it wasn't anywhere near what we expect for because, because trends so high levels are so high. I thought he's done okay. And yeah, I agree with the, the pen. Like I think the first couple of angles I saw, I was like, if that was against us, I'd be absolutely livid. Yeah. But I think there was one, <laughs> there was one angle where I was like, actually, that it does look like a pen, and obviously he checked it and whatever. But I just feel like it was a bit of a, I don't know, it was a bit, it was a bit soft. But then, like you said, Darwin steps up, and you just hope and he buries it. And I watched it again this morning, like just he, he didn't, just didn't feel like he was going to miss that one. And obviously, being his biggest fans, it was, um, it's always nice to see Darwin. Darwin score goals, and especially because it was quite early in the second half as well. It just you just felt like a sigh of relief, like right there's the goal, right? Let's just get back in this game and and get a couple more. That's what we did, thankfully. Yeah, uh, you know, one one uh, that early in the second half, we got the time, like I said, to try to turn it around because I think we controlled the game from that point anyway. And then it was a good play and the nice ball in in the penalty area where Luis Diaz pops in and, you know, scores a really nice goal. And uh, Gravenberg also gets an assist, which is nice. You know, I thought he had a, you know, perfectly good game for a first start for us as well. I think, you know, this was some um, parts where he lost the ball. He tried maybe too much. He wanted to do more to probably show himself off, you know, for the manager, for the fans. But the signs there of him you know, being a really good player. I think he was quick on the ball to drive it forward. He could have done better in the, you know, the, the end pass, if you like, before, you know, try to pass it into a to a space, to a player to create a chance. But I think he got all the attributes to become a really good player. So I think we saw signs of what he can actually become for us. Uh, but that pass was really, really good. And obviously a good run uh, into an area where it's dangerous and lose the, you know, great finish. So to get that second goal and, you know, go ahead and 2-1 in the game was really good. And I, you could feel that they kind of, I wouldn't say that they lost their beliefs, but I think that they kind of lost their, their maybe you know, uh, energy to continue because they had that first goal early. They had the lead. They had the supporters, uh, the home supporters. That was great as well. You can you can sense that through all the five first minutes. And then in the second half, obviously, we got that early goal. And then you can just feel that, that they found it more difficult because we kind of grew into the game from there. And then when we got the second ball, it felt like we, we have this now. We just need to kill it off. Yeah, I feel like it was a surprise for everyone, including last, that they got the first goal. So I think they were just kind of not waiting for us to win, but I feel like it was like the Liverpool are too good to, and with the bench, and obviously when you can see Salah coming on and whatever else, like you're like fuck's sake, like leave <laughs> leave us alone, please, lads. Yeah. But yeah, I watched I watched the second goal again this morning because <clears throat> yeah, the LFC Twitter account posted it like, and it's just like a nice little move, and I, I loved like you said the the Graven Birch ball because I feel like sometimes when we players get into that area, they're too keen to take a second touch, you know, like when he runs onto it, it's a nice little ball through by Elliot outside of his foot. And it's just like, yeah, Diaz is making that run in. You can see him just belt it in as hard as you can. And if, as long as he gets a foot on it, it's going to go in. Um, yeah. I feel like sometimes we're too guilty of... I mean, obviously when Salah's on that side, he's going to because he wants to get in the box and try and get close to the goal and whatever. But I feel like sometimes it, the right idea is just to curl that ball in straight, in onto the, straight onto the pen spot. And it was a nice 
I mean, it was a, a great ball in, but it was also a great finish by Diaz because the pace that was on the ball, they're difficult to keep down as well. So he done well yeah. to like rifle a top top corner. Um, and I think I, guess, it, I think it was a nice move from the whole, you know, the, the play, you know, the back, but, yeah. yeah, because it c- comes to Darwin is included as well. You know, he's actually you know holding onto the ball, keep you know keep it away from opposition players. Then I think he passed to Alia to pass this to Graven Birch, and then you know, so it's a nice move there where Darwin is included, obviously being the striker, which I, I, I always like. But even though he's not, well, he scored a penalty, but even though he, he's not always scoring, he's always involved in our dangerous things that we do. You know, we saw it against Aston Villa as well, you know, all that kind of stuff. You know, he's there in those positions. He wins on balls. He holds off the uh, defenders and do something creative. And, you know, that ter- that is resulting into uh, chances and sometimes even goals. And I like that because you, even though you want a striker who's always just, you know, waiting for the right ball and then just, you know, finish it off and score. Uh, like other strikers, you know, in 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 the in in the history in the past that we have had, you know, just waiting for it. I think I like that he's actually coming down deep sometimes. That he's involved in getting balls, you know, holding off defenders, passing a ball. That it's not always just goal scoring. That he's actually included in all those things that happens, which means that he has a very big impact on games. You know, being on the pitch. Yeah, I think the criticism that he's had when it, I guess he wasn't scoring as much. He'd, he'd try and drop deep like he's been doing now, but then he also wasn't scoring. So it's like you're then saying to him, Well, don't come inside, stay in the box. But then he wants to, if you're playing as a nine for Liverpool, you need to be able to drop in and, and get involved and hold people off. And like he's, we've seen in recent games, but he's also like getting assists, he's getting goals, he's getting the assists for the assists. So he's getting a lot of involvement in the play. And obviously, that gives him, like we always say, like. The confidence he has in himself just keeps keeps growing. So that's again lovely to see. And I mean, he's he is a player that he's very much confidence driven. I think you can tell when he's low on confidence because he snatches at stuff and he, um, I guess, his touches and his goods. But when he but when he's on it like he has been, and hopefully that can continue like uh, tomorrow. You can just see like he's a different he's a different beast. He's a different level and people like he, he's very difficult to stop. And and again for Diaz, I thought like. He's been he's been so good for us coming off the bench um, against Wolves and just yeah just so good like driving with the ball and whatever and he's he's just always a threat and um, it was nice to, for him to get a goal for me because I guess players are or like engagement is is around like numbers and how many pl- goals people score and stuff so it's nice that Diaz can just keep adding if he keeps adding a few more and gets at least. That's 15, 15 to 20 goals this season. That'll be very, very good for him. And then, of course, we've got Mo Salah who comes onto the field. And then, like I said before, Alaska, like, fucking hell, that's spare is here. Like, get, bringing Salah onto the field. <laughs> and, um, yeah, his goal was just, I mean, I tweeted after it. It's like, it is like a, a year 11 in, in um, secondary school playing against the year seven lads. Just like, just bigger, stronger. Doesn't even have to try. The way he just went past that defender and just like saw the keeper's legs were open and was like, "Yep, there you go. Knock, I'll knock it through them for you." And um, yeah, it's a hundred and eighty ninth Liverpool goal. I mean, and that that just sounds made up, but it is a hundred and eighty ninth Liverpool goal, which is crazy and a lot and a great finish, really. Yeah, you know when he came, he came on. Uh, we know what quality he has. Uh, we could tell that they had loads of respect for him as well. Uh, you know, I felt that he come on also being very calm, like not. 
obviously was eager to score or be uh, involved, but it felt like he knew that he had some time and he didn't stress and he found his spaces and connection with the other players and got that goal, which was brilliant. And, you know, even with Soboslai and McAllister coming on, you know, it's quality and Lask is just like, what the fuck, you know, <laughs> what are we supposed to do? And I also love, obviously, with Sob- Soboslai played in the Austrian league before uh, for Salzburg, you know, he also had that... Uh, uh, rivalry with the, the supporters already uh, from from that time. So it was nice to see, you know, him coming on and being a little bit of a, uh, you know, someone that they don't like, and you know, he's playing on it as well. So that was that was that was cool to see. Uh, yeah, but you did, know, did you see the did you see the video? I think it was Paul Machen put like a. Um, actually, it might not have been. I might have completely made that up. But someone posted like a video of like so I was like looking at their fans after the goal, and and he was saying like, why is he doing this? And I was thinking, and I was like, "Yeah, of course, Aust- Austrian league." So they know, they know about yeah, yeah. him, they know how good he is. So that that was the yeah. connection, obviously. Yeah, because yeah, they probably don't like him because they are obviously rivalry teams and all that kind of <laughs> stuff. But anyway, you know, to have that quality like Salah, Mikalas, Obasli coming on in a game like this, where we we're in the lead, but we just need to finish it off, and you know, giving them some minutes just to keep them going, uh, not having to chase the game. That's what we all always ask for, you know, to have the, that quality to ter- turn the game around, and the players who played did it well, and then to bring that quality on, just make sure that you know we we would just keep this score, no stress, get the three points, go home, continue. You know, that's that's the thing. We don't have to think about starting the best players all the time because now we have such a high, you know, quality in terms of having a like depth in a in a squad so i'm very i'm very pleased that we can do this kind of rotation those kind of games even though obviously the first 45 wasn't good enough i thought everyone raised the game in the second half we turned around we won it and then we could give you know players like salah uh, a few minutes and also another goal like you said the 189th goal for liverpool he will defo reach 200 goals this season which will be you know amazing you know when you look back on on, on all these numbers like we always do but you know to, to use reach 200 goals will be you know fantastic i'm alex rodriguez and i'm jason kelly from bloomberg this is the deal each week you're here in conversation with business icons this show will explore deal making across sports media and entertainment that is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Yeah, and I guess it was uh, nice just to keep our unbeaten run going as well. And obviously win, wins breed confidence. And we're t- talking about Darwin, like, confidence player and there's a couple of others in the in the team who, who are the same so to keep the run going like I know it was against the last side that we we were expected to be but we're still showing the I guess still no disrespect to last we're still showing like the mental toughness to kind of go oh, we're one nil down don't panic the first half was horrific but we can we can sort it out by getting a goal or making subs and bringing quality players on so it was good to see Liverpool showing different sides than like that. a good team you need to have several ways to win and I think Liverpool are finding finding the ways to win which is which is which is good to see because I think last year when we were going through that tough patch we we had several choices available but we chose none of them. We were trying we were trying like twenty percent of one thing, twenty percent of another. It's like you just try a couple of things and do them very well. Otherwise you're gonna really struggle and Liverpool are good at doing that this this season. So along may that continue. <clears throat> which brings us on to West Ham. 
which is tomorrow back around field. <clears throat> it's not on telly in uh, the UK. I don't know. I don't understand that one, but it's not on the telly. Um, but yeah, what are you? What are your thoughts going into this one then? Because West Ham are very good. They look very good. Um, the signings they've made look good. Ward Prowse is. I mean, he's sort of my fancy team out. He's getting seven or eight points every week, so I'm, I'm enjoying it. <laughs> um, but yeah, they've signed well. They're doing really well. From the sixth in the league. So I mean, it's coming. I mean, it's it's difficult to say. Like, I mean, at home, I'm much more confident. But I feel like Liverpool tend to do well against West Ham, and I think like the the stuff online with like Michael Antonio and stuff, and <laughs> um, just it's just it's it's so cringy, though, isn't it? Like, why why are current yeah. players doing podcasts? I know, like we we're not current players, whatever. We're just doing we just do this because we really enjoy doing podcasts. But current players, I get people that have retired, like. <clears throat> like Crouch and whatever, because he's a fun guy and he's retired and he's got more time on his hands. But current players like him and Wilson, why are you having a chat together every Wednesday morning over a coffee? Like, what are you doing? Just do that. Like, just do that and not record it. Like, I just, I don't, I don't really understand that. But what leads me on to is like, I think like stuff like that in the past, like obviously years ago, you would, I don't, I don't think the players and that would really know about that. But I think in this day and age, they know about everything. I think the players and the manager, like if they're not if they're not um, aware of it, they get told by it by one of the staff. Because like the amount of times like Klopp said, "Oh yeah, I didn't read about this or I didn't hear this," but he showed me. He says that all the time. So I reckon this is a time where they were like someone would have went up to Klopp and went, "Have you seen what Antonio said about um, playing us at the weekend?" Like it's just a little bit of that. Well, like we're motivated anyway. But if you want to fucking write the team talk, as it were, like a cliche. And, and add more fuel to the fire by saying like Liverpool are whatever, like not not as good, and we'll finish above them and all this shit. Like it just it just, I'd, and what I'm saying is, if he was our player, and if say that was I don't know, that was Salah and someone else having a chat, and Salah was like, oh yeah, we'll beat West Ham this this weekend, no problem. It's like, well, don't give them the ammunition, don't give don't give them it anyway. Rant over, but it's going to be a difficult game anyway. But I feel like those little bits in the background, I feel like can help us, can't they? Yeah, I agree. You know, if, if it was a Liverpool player doing that, I expect Klopp to be furious with him. That's the thing with the, obviously Moyes now, you know, with the players coming out saying those kind of stuff, saying, you know, I think we are better than Liverpool. I think we will, you know, finish above them in the league, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like you said, obviously it will only give us more fuel, you know, and, you know, to come and actually, you know, you know, it com- it comes back to bite him in the arse, you know, if we go and win it, like 3 4 nil or whatever. Because, if I was Moyes, I would be furious with him. Just saying, what, why you give them the opportunity to, you know, have something to talk about and, you know, get the energy from and get angry from. You know, even if it's not the biggest thing, it's something that it's, like you said, it's a little bit cringe. I don't, I don't mind if, you know, players now, uh, even players who plays at the moment, do this kind of stuff if they want to do it. But, you know, do it more natural. Don't bring in your own yeah. feelings into it. You know, put yourself yeah, on a... That's, that's kind of what I meant, yeah. I, I don't mind yeah. like players doing it, but it's like the it's like the the following the trend of all like the Twitter gimps of like doing it for engagement. One of like you're Michael Antonio, you don't need the engagement. <laughs> you've got you've got thousands exactly. and millions of followers online. I don't mind if you're going to do it in like a way where you're going to analyze the game or you want to talk about like stories yeah. in the past or like dressing room stories or whatever you, but like, you can say you fans your chances because we are better now you know we are a good team collectively yeah, yeah. we got good players in you know our fancy you know our chances even if it's away against Liverpool you know blah 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 but don't 
don't say it in a way that is disrespectful if because you are actually paid. We can say those kind of stuff, even if we even mention, I do always trying to be respectful towards other teams, even though we will play, you know, teams that are said to be less good as Liverpool, like Lusk, for example. I said, I think we would go and win comfortably. We didn't do it, but, you know, I still think we will win, which, which we did, but I still be respectful for any team because that's how I work. Because if you don't put in your shift and work hard for it, you will be punished wherever you go because football, you know, every football team, you know, all of them have high quality. Some are really, really great. Some are less great, but still you can't just go there 50% to think you're going to win. You just have to do the work. And if you continue to, you know, speak like this, um, like Antonio does before a game, obviously that would give us something to play something. And if we go and win it, like I said, 3-4-0, you know, he will look stupid and it just comes back to him really bad. Obviously, if they do go and win it, he will have something to, you know, continue to talk about but it will still be very cringe but you know in terms of the games uh you know in terms of of the game uh tomorrow uh i know it's probably going to be quite difficult i think they've got quality i think they are good i think Moyes have done a good job with them you know they have 10 points now that's that's three points behind us um i fancy our chances obviously at home uh, to go and win it because we got, we got a great record at home. We got a great team. We're on a good run. So I still fancy us winning, but we need to work for it, obviously. And like I said, we can't. It's, it's really dangerous to give away stupid corners or very dangerous uh, free kicks outside the penalty box because you know James Ward Prowse. I would have liked him in Liverpool, to be honest. I always said you know we need someone like that. He's good with the ball, good passes. Maybe not always starting, but you know if we get free kicks, he will. You know he will score like probably you know between six and ten free kicks in a season, you know, and not many people do that. You know, he's got a great strike of the ball. So it will be a tough game, but I still, you know, fancy our chances to go and win it and, and continue a good form. Yeah, I think Ward Prowse is one of the very few that have got, like, a delivery uh, or a right foot like Trent Alexander-Arnold. He is, he is that good. So I think we need to limit, like you said, set pieces and whatever. And speaking of Trent then, because... Didn't well, obviously not involved because of the the injury and stuff. I don't know if he'll be. I don't know if it's West Ham might be too soon for him. Probably because I think when someone's fifty fifty, Klopp tends to err on the side of caution just to be just to be on the safe yeah. side. We, we don't really want to. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't risk him if even if he's you know he's back. But you know it could possibly turn into a situation where he gets done again and it will be even longer time. I, I'd rather be like it's a it's a home game. Like I said, without being disrespectful towards West Ham, we should be able to cover anyway on that uh, on that position. Even if we play with Gomez or Bicetis or how we do our system, I think we should be able to have at least you know the quality to cover for it. Then obviously we we lose some creative creativeness in the sense that you know with his balls in into the penalty area from his positions and used to being um, delivering passes, you know you know changing swapping sides and all that kind of stuff. But uh, I wouldn't risk him if it's not, you know, 100-100% because we know we will need him going forward anyway. Yeah, I think Gomez then comes in, I guess. Yeah, wasn't too pleased with them. Like, I was surprised that he was coming in and doing, like, the hybrid role. I thought we'd kind of revert back to, like, the normal 4-3-3. So I guess if he does that and picks his moments a bit better about coming inside, then he can he can do it. Um, and like you said, being at home, it's much it's much easier because you've got the fans on your side. I think if it was away from home and you're making mistakes, then the crowd are on you. It's more, you're more prone. I think Gomez is prone to mistakes. He always has been, unfortunately, as as good as he is. But yeah, Gomez comes in, Van Dyke obviously back in alongside Canate, Robbo back in as well. Obviously, Allison back in. 
midfield. What, what are you thinking for that? I think we will go McAllister, Curtis, Subsly. Um, I think that's the uh, the midfield that Klopp is looking at now. I think because Curtis Jones obviously didn't come on against Lask. I can't remember now. I don't think so. Um, but, you know, to actually play him because I think he's done done really good and I think he's got a lot of quality in terms of pressing. You know, he's getting clever, more clever as a footballer as well. I really like what he's doing at the moment in that role that he has in that midfield. So I think it will be them three. What about you? Yeah, I think I think when we changed it and we went double pivot of um, Zobbers, Lion, Jones, I felt like them two, I just felt really complimented each other really well. You know, the skill set, they've got like the one-two passing, one-two touch. Enough speed to get around people, agility, ball retention. I mean, obviously, obviously, he's just he's just a different level, isn't he? And Curtis Jones, of course, has raised his game so much since the end of last season and and, and taking it into this season, which is yeah, for a scout lad with more pressure on his back, it's lovely to see him kind of just getting on with it and just being normal. Because I always felt like he'd have a few couple of good games and then if he had a bad game, it'd set him back and it'd take him ages to get back to that level. But I feel like he's kind of mentally just prepared now for if he does something wrong don't don't worry about it don't win the ball back and crack on and be, be be yourself so I feel like he's reached a good level now which is good to see I think that might I think that's the probably the midfield yeah and then in terms of in terms of the forward three then I think it's always the options we've got it's so difficult to pick but I think I would go especially with Darwin playing all game and yeah. with Diaz as well so you know, it's hard to choose because, you know, sometimes you're thinking, oh, Klopp brought him off because giving him, you know, some rest before West Ham. But at the moment then, we don't know because he played the whole game and it's only, yeah. you know, Friday, Saturday in between. So I, th- I think I'd think i still go Salah, Nunes and Diaz, you know. I just feel like if we get at them from the start, we can get an early goal. We know when Liverpool get an early goal, we, touch wood, we're generally all right. But it's, it's, the, it's getting that early start that we don't get that. That's where I think that's kind of where it comes in. Where Liverpool, if we get, if we don't then score and then they score, it's just like it's just the, the worst possible things. Then Liverpool have to switch up a couple of gears and, and get their arse in the game, which we've seen too often this season. I want a nice, clean, cut game where Liverpool get a few goals. Um, yeah, and I think that three gives you the most possible firepower in terms of pacing yeah. behind, power, strength, potential to score goals. And then if you if you need to switch it up, you've got you've got Jota, you've got you've got Gakpo that can come on and drop in deep and, and, and link up play and stuff. And I think even in, in that regard as well, like even if we're winning the game, Gakpo can come on for a Nunes and you can keep the ball better. Yeah, you can keep the ball exactly. better and, and, and limit their chances. Yeah, but that's what I like with the midfield as well. Now when we've seen uh, Gravenberch coming on and uh, well starting and playing quite good, even though you know he needs to find his uh, place and feet into this game because you know it's not easy to come to a new club, even though you know he's still young and uh, played in Champions League and Ajax, Bayern Munich, and all that. You know, every every player needs time to adapt. But I, I like that you know with Curtis, Soberstein, McAllister. If we start with them three. We still have someone like Gravenberg to come on for any of them if we need, you know, to still have legs, still have uh, the physicality to be tall and win balls and also drive it forward. So I love that we got that opportunity as well. It's not like, okay, we have to bring someone of them off and the quality drops. It's, it's I wouldn't say it's equal, but it's still on a very high level. That's the thing. The same with Elliot. You know, I thought he had a really good game against Lask because he played all the game as well. And he's, he's a fighter, he's a runner, he's a clever footballer. I think some people, you know, still... We mentioned as well before, you know, that, you know, he was that super talent coming coming through and, you know, we haven't probably, you know, um, 
developed for, you know in 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 people's kind of ex- expectations of in terms of his talent you know but i think he's he's just being more and more polished into a player that can play in so many positions, doing a great job, being very clever with the ball. So to have him to bring on, on as well, to, you know, control games and just, you know, I think, you know, to have Curtis, Elliot, Gravenberg, just, it's brilliant. Uh, that's the thing. Like, we know that we can we can take players off that we're not dropping quality. We will have players that we want to show themselves, obviously, but having the quality to just continue what the, the, the team is doing. So, I'm really looking forward to you know every game. I always do, but you know we know now we got so many options. You're always being very excited about who's going to play, how we're going to play, who's going to come on, what can we do, what can we change? Because now we can change so many things, you know, with all the options that we have. Yeah, I just want to get a nice early goal, and I want the camera to Panther and Michel Antonio's face, and just like see him <laughs> absolutely fuming. That's what I want. Early doors, Nunes goal. Him to run over and just slap Antonio in the face and go, shut up, lad. Don't be, don't be, don't be chatting shit in the week. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Even though we can only say like five words in English, I just want someone to teach him. I want Jones to teach him that and just go and get, go and get him to slap him. He only needs him. fuck off. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Two words. He's, yeah, he's a, he's funny. He's a funny guy. Um, right then, we've we've reached we've reached the end. But let's let's go score predictions. Do you want me to go first this time? Yeah, because like I'm you're, the guru. You're, I'm the guru. So you're you, the guru. you can go. Oh, you, you got the fucking last one right as well, didn't you? I mean, that doesn't count in the group chat, like. But it was I two one, and you text to... you text me going, "Oh, one more goal," and I was like, "We're gonna get this." A new as soon as Salah came, I was like, "This three ones are fucking certainty." Yeah, um, yeah. I'm feeling, I'm feeling a little two nil. I'm feeling a two nil. What about you? Uh, the thing is, I'm feeling another three one. That's the thing. I just, I just because we managed to get like behind I, I wouldn't say we get behind now but you know even if we get to two nil up I, I, I got a feeling they might they might have the you know possibilities to score from maybe a war prow set piece or you know something like that or a counter attack because you know they got some quick players but i think we still managed to win it by going you know three one even if we three nil up and they score you know i think because i, I still don't think we're that uh stable enough to just you know in that team yet I think we will get there but 3-1 just feels like I wouldn't say a safe bet but it just feels like I would still be very happy with that scoreline we get the three points we play probably well but yeah well we, we concede one goal that can happen we will still score the threes it doesn't matter I just want Liverpool to just not concede that's what I want I just love yeah. like clean yeah, sheets obviously, obviously me too, but yeah. helps with Alisson confidence and whatever but like yeah just I love a little clean sheet so hopefully we can we can get that tomorrow and Michal Antonio's face can be very thoroughly um, recorded as as every goal goes in, as the final whistle goes and whatever. I'm just, I, I just can't wait to look on Twitter. Hopefully we, yeah. hopefully we win like um, and, and see all the stuff. But yeah, yeah, we can we can leave it there then. I've done a nice half hour there. Um gonna go and yep. get back back to Dublin life, get on the get on the bevies and go and see Croke Park in a bit on a little stadium tour. Um but yeah, nice one for jumping on. I see you shaking your head like I'm rubbing it in. <laughs> yeah, of course, because I'm 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 not doing anything more now than just after this. I'm going to keep on tidying up the apartment, get ready to do some stuff later on. I wouldn't say it's boring because it's with the family, but it's just like, yes, I would have liked a couple of Guinness, you know, in Dublin, you know, just strolling around to pub after pub and just having that kind of day. But yeah, it is what it is. Is yeah, next time, lad. Next time we'll go to Belfast or so and you can you can fly over and meet us. Um but yeah, nice one lad for jumping on. Really appreciate it. As always, thanks to everyone for listening. Always appreciate the sport, like I always say. 
let's hope the Reds can do it and we'll be back um, yeah probably Monday or next week sometime to hopefully celebrate a boss Liverpool win but yeah we will see you again next time appreciate it see you soon I'm Jamie Carragher and you are listening to the Copy Podcast Network.